2: AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled.
3: Joining me now to talk about where America goes from here are students from Majorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Please welcome Elijah, Josh, Kai, Thomas, and Carly. (laughs) Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the show. Um, You folks have been at school for a few weeks now post the shooting. Uh, is there a general shared mood amongst the students or would you say that there's different levels of grief uh, in the classroom? Carly?
0: I think there's different levels of grief, but it's overall supportive. Like if you see someone crying, even someone you don't know, like you, you feel comfortable enough to be there for them. Right. And be there for everyone.
3: Is, is that something you've seen post the, the, the shooting as a, a school as a whole where people have had to go like we are suffering through something, we are in pain and, and at the same time we have to overcome that?
4: Yeah, most definitely,
0: yeah. Yeah. Not really overcome, though, but more get through it, because I don't think we're ever going to overcome that completely, but just support everyone, really. Right.
3: It's interesting that you say not overcome, but get through. For many Americans, this school shooting was one of the school shootings. It was, unfortunately, another school shooting. And for many Americans, people say the same thing. I never thought it would happen to me. Uh, Thomas, you are in school, you are living your life, and all of a sudden, there's a shooting. Do you, in that moment, think that it's not real? And were you able to process what was happening when it was when it was going down?
2: I definitely didn't think it was real for like probably the first half hour until I heard one of my friends was actually shot. So I I was just thinking it was a drill or some, I guess yeah a drill right. for like the first half hour of uh, just sitting in the auditorium, and then uh, when I found out I it did sort of click that this is real, this is really happening. But even then, like, going back, like, seeing the school on the news and all that, it's like, that's my school. It doesn't feel like it's my school. It doesn't feel like it happened in my community. Yet, I, I do know that I, I could process immediately that it did happen.
3: Right. And it's interesting that you say that it feels like it isn't your school. Does it feel like, in some ways, people have taken your school thing? I mean, many people have joined in with Major East Stoneman High. People have gone, this is the story of America. Do you still feel like it's it's your story or has it become like a national movement? So partly I feel like it is
2: still our story because it, it did happen here. It's like we see that building every day. We know ha- we lost 17 people. But at the same time, it's like the entire nation sort of taking it upon themselves to better the system and fix right. what happened, like make sure that never happens again. So I, I feel like it's it's a little bit of both, yeah.
3: Right. When you went back into school, Kai, for the first time, post the shooting, what were some of the thoughts that were going through your mind?
1: Well, uh, like, like Thomas said, I couldn't believe that I was going back to, you know, people called us the new Columbine, that, that we would, would actually surpassed Columbine. So to be a, a member and a student in that school that surpassed Columbine is just, you don't want to be that kid. You don't want to be the kid who went to the next Columbine. And we all just had to come together and basically just sit down as one family and all of our friends and even people we weren't friends with sat down together and we bonded. You went from being a
3: school where there was a terrible tragedy and over what seemed like a span of, you know, overnight, you became a message of hope. People were rallying behind you as a school. Elijah, why do you think your school and the students involved in the shooting were able to mobilize so many people towards doing something?
4: That's a good question. Um, I believe that deals with our spirit as egos, as students here. We have always been taught since an early age that be the change you wish to see in in the world. As a matter of fact, that is... uh, um, lettered on the uh, exit of our school through the red gates. We see that every day we walk out. And really this message has been so ingrained within us and so emphasized that we really wanted to just make a change to make sure that this does not happen again. Right, and that's been, been, I think, one of the biggest questions of where to go
3: from here. Everyone says, how do you make this not happen again? Mm -hmm. And that's where it feels like everyone reaches a deadlock. Even in the school, not everyone is on the same page. Carly, on, on your side, you, you have your views, and a lot of the students do. What would you hope to see going forward to try and stop something like this from happening again?
0: I'd hope to see gun control, ultimately. I don't know exactly how to stop people from being killed, but I feel like gun control is a way to limit the amount of shootings that are happening, because right. it's happening all too frequently
3: and in, in, in your opinion like i said there's, there's no right or wrong answer but like do you have a sense of what that gun control would be i mean you're not the lawmaker mm-hmm. and so i don't think yeah. anyone should expect that answer from you per se but do you do you even think just looking at the information that you would go there's something that i that i think we should or shouldn't have as a nation
0: i think assault weapons aren't necessary to have in the hands of a civilian because they're just used to kill people, really. They're they're not used to go hunting. And it doesn't or protect yourself in the case of you need to protect yourself. Right. So I feel like an assault weapon is just not necessary. And I think you shouldn't be able to get guns until you're 21. And also just mental health checks, background checks, just keep guns out of the hands of the wrong people because that's what got so many people into this situation, not just our school, but so right. many other places.
3: It, 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 you bring that up, the mental state of people having access to guns. The shooter at your school, one thing that was apparent post the shooting was every single person that was interviewed said, we, we knew this about him.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: We suspected this. It wasn't the case where people said, we don't know why. Everyone felt like they knew why. Could you tell me why you would say that? Is is there any particular reason people felt like this kid was a threat to everyone else? Um, well, personally,
5: I didn't know this kid, but I know that like he, apparently the you know the police were called to his house like something like 45 times. Right. There's so many warning signs. There were two FBI tips, um, and yeah, it so easily could have been prevented. Uh, one of the things that I like support. Is this idea of uh, gun violence restraining orders? They have it in place right now in, um, I almost said Australia. and in place <laughs> in California. Right. Um, it's basically it's like a due process way where, like, someone close to, like, a dangerous individual can go to a court and like petition them to have the person's weapons removed temporarily until they can present you know new evidence that this person is a danger. It's completely due process and it should have. It has bipartisan support, and I think it would have
3: definitely stopped this shooting at our school. Right. It, it's interesting that you're all high school students, and now, in many ways, everyone in the nation is turning to you and asking you your opinions on guns, your opinions on gun control. Like, how have you processed this information? Kai, when, when you look at what people are asking of you, do you think that you should be having these conversations? Do you think that you have the ability to have these conversations? Or like, like how do you process all of
1: this information? Well, I think that all the people that have had the opportunity to speak, as well as for those that haven't, are very capable of doing so. Right. We're a very well-educated student body and we represent ourselves as such. So. You know, you can imagine that it's very shocking that you're going from one moment you're just a regular kid to the next moment you're, you know, petitioning lawmakers and you're marching on Washington. And trying to affect real change. So overall, that that whole thing is still very unthinkable.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: And when you you look at
3: what you've had to do since then and what you've been asked to do, do you think in, in some ways people have politicized your pain? Like, when, when, when you look at how people speak about what's happened at your school, do you feel like some people are only in it to further their agenda? Is that something that bothers you?
0: I think people are forgetting that 17 people died, and they're forgetting that we're grieving in a lot of this. Right. And even, like, making conspiracy theories about it. Like, we were there. We experienced it. So it, it takes away from our pain, and it just makes... It, it takes away from the real topic of what's going
3: on. What would you like people to be focusing on?
0: I think we can focus on gun control. We need to focus on gun control, but we can't forget the 17 lives that were lost.
3: Right. And when you look at the discussion itself, some people say the solution to this is arming teachers. Others say the solution is restricting guns from younger people. You at this table all go to the same school, but you don't have the exact same views when it comes to this. How have you managed to respectfully engage in these conversations whilst disagreeing on what to do? So, personally, not everyone does respectfully disagree.
2: Some people will get into a heated debate. Right. But uh, most of us will, we respect each other's opinions because we all went through this horrific event together. So we, we all know we're all feeling pain. Uh, we're all feeling maybe not even the same pain. Some people lost multiple people that they love. Right. So we, we respect that they're going through this. We're all going through this. So we, it's a general consensus. Like, yeah, we respect each other. We don't want to get into like a heated debate. We don't want to hurt someone's feelings further than they've already been hurt right.
3: because of the events that happened. And if you if you if you look at some of the proposals that have been put forward, are there any that you personally don't agree with? Even though you you were a part of this, you 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 have an experience with this. Are there any things that you've heard of where you go like, I, I don't actually agree with that?
2: So I'm not really big on the whole arming teachers. I think if a teacher were to be armed, they have to be an ex vet and they have to be like super comfortable with being armed at a school. I don't think right. an ordinary teacher would even want to be armed at a school just because, first off, they're not comfortable being with a gun in class after the right. events, And two, I don't think they would have it on their person, so I don't think it would be like really useful. Like, one of my teachers saying, it would be locked in their closet. If a person were to come to the door with a gun, they wouldn't be able to get to that closet in right. time to protect it. It would be pointless to spend the money. It could go to education. Right. Yeah.
3: And, and Josh, on your side, um, like I know, for instance, you've said, it actually makes you feel a little bit safer mm. knowing that a teacher is armed. You, you want to have people in the school who have guns because then you feel like someone who comes into the school is less likely to do that because they know that there are guns there when, when you're thinking through it like that, you feel like the person with a gun in the school it, it makes it safer for you yeah um i don't like
5: i 'm not against teachers having guns right you know I, I think if a teacher is trained and they have you know, a background and history with it. They should be able to bring on if they want to, be completely concealed. You know, no kid would even know they have it, but I'm more so for having security and police at our school. Right. So, like, teachers really won't have to worry about that. And I do think it is a deterrent, and I do think if something happens, then they can stop it. Like, if you look at what just happened in Maryland, their school resor- um, <clears throat> school resource officer stopped the shooter before he could do really much harm.
3: Right, and and if someone said to you, "But Josh, why don't we just ban guns altogether? Why don't we ban these automatic weapons? Why don't we ban handguns? Why does that not connect with you as a person?" I think
5: banning guns—it um, sounds like the easy answer, but it's really not. Like, there's 350 million guns in the United States right now. Like, there's absolutely no way that people would be able to, you know, collect, like the government would be able to collect them all. Right. And it's people's, you know, it's people's God-given right to self-defense. You know,
3: I don't agree with just taking that away. Kai, on your side, teachers having guns isn't the, the the safe space that you would want to be in. A teacher having a gun doesn't make you feel better. Why?
1: Well, no. I, I, and if I'm being honest, you know, I... Uh, I, I don't want to seem like that guy, but you know, me being a minority in the South and having a teacher, you know, have a gun regardless of color, does not make me feel comfortable. And even you know, when you have, you know, resource officers who are you know taking matters into their own hands, I don't think that lethal weapons have a place in the school environment. And right. if, if you need to have some kind of weapon to, you know, defend people, I, I do believe that it should be a non-lethal option. Right,
3: Elijah. People are going to be marching in Washington, D.C., and in many other cities around the United States. Everyone seems to be marching for one common cause, and that is life. People are saying, march for our lives. But everyone has a different idea of what that is. Mm -hmm. What do you hope would come from this march?
4: Well, I hope there's a lot more attention to the fact that, again, this is a march for our lives that resolves this multifaceted issue. So I think this march, with people calling upon different aspects such as gun control, mental health, I want people to focus on the fact that we need to prevent something so atrocious from ever happening. This is domestic terrorism, essentially. And this is a multi-leveled issue that requires different solutions. It's not just one sweep-all solution. It's not we ban all guns. It's not we fund more mental health. It's an all-out uh, multi-sided solution that right. we require. And be,
3: before I let you go, is there one thing you would want the American population, I guess everyone in the world, to know about you that you haven't seen people uh, convey about you, on, uh, you know, on TV or online? Is there something that you feel like people are missing about you as human beings and as students?
0: I think they forget that we're still in pain and some of us aren't ready to just go back right into our, into our lives, into school. And like, we go to school and there's still media there every day. There are people standing outside taking pictures, like it's the Las Vegas sign. And it's, it's still new for us. It's only been a month and a half, and we're still in pain.
3: Well, thank you so much for coming and joining us. I know people will be marching with you. You guys have motivated a nation. Thank you very much for your time. Thank,
0: thank,
3: you. You. thank you. One more time, ladies and gentlemen. The amazing young students from MSD
1: High. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And
3: subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more.
1: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.